Welcome to the Wayfaring Strangers podcast. We venture once again into a new world, guided by our guest DM, a friend of the podcast, Garth Zerby. I just want to say thanks to the Wayfaring Strangers here. It's always actually been kind of a, a dream of mine to be a guest on a podcast, and I never would have kind of thought that it would have been doing nerd stuff, but I mean, most of the podcasts that I listen to are about nerd stuff, so this is great. We are going to start by having you all kind of introduce your uh, characters to the audience. Do you want us to give backstory? Uh, yeah, give backstory, give whatever you need. Uh, Sweet. Character name, alias, backstory. Which way should we start from? Um, let's start with Colin and then go counterclockwise. Yeah, Perfect. Actually, Garth, can you introduce your character first? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all my characters will be introduced as uh, in order of appearance. Dang it. Who, and can you, can you please say, who, say who's starring as them? Starring Garth. It's as. me. It's me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to... Um, wait, what city am I from? <laughs> uh, probably a city in Renjin um, would be my guess. Because you're from cool. like a, a trade city, right? Yeah, basically. I would say... Very I don't cultural. Know. You can make up any city name. There's okay. nothing there. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. We'll fix this. I'm just going to read from my thing just to keep it... Simple. Astrid Liazana is known as Hologram because his ability that sets him apart from any normal human being is that he can cast a projection of himself into reality when he is asleep. Astor used to live in a large city, large trade city from a place called Regin. 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 Sweet. It's basically super cultural and heavy trade, heavy art, all that stuff. It's coastal. Huge, uh, huge center for trading and, and arts. Um, Aster trained to become a skilled instrument repair technician. His mentor was helping him get started on preparing a harpsichord for a concert in the in the the following evening. Um, during this afternoon, his mentor left the hall to take care of some other errands. During his time, Aster remained working hard on the new project. Afraid to disappoint his instructor, he kept working even. Uh, when a problem with which he was completely unfamiliar presented itself. Aster finished dressing some of the issues on the top, checking tuning, replacing dampers, yada, 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 but noticed a serious-looking problem when getting underneath. Not only was the soundboard severely cracked, but the crack was growing. He started hearing it at this point, by the way. (laughs) Very frightening. Uh, It was growing towards the leg on the side of the harpsichord. Halfway lying down, Aster started turning to get up and out of the way. Before he could fully move, the leg cracked and the harpsichord fell onto Aster. This was not the end of Aster, however. Aster felt himself levitating. He looked down and saw his body lying beneath the fallen harpsichord and his instructor pulling him out. Uh, He looked back upwards while continuing to rise. Suddenly blinded by a bright light, Aster felt the world pull him back down. He fell back into his own body and awoke, coughing in agony. From here, Aster never fully connected his soul with his body, but never fully fell into death. His soul and body were still tethered. Aster, in his sleep, can now disconnect his soul from his body. Sleep comes especially easy as well. Aster can, within seconds, will himself into a deep slumber. And basically, his greatest fears are losing his memory and being trapped. Kind of claustrophobia. But that's Aster. 
How's it going? My name is uh, Gloin Thornstone. Uh, Gloin Thorinstone, for people who didn't understand that. Gloin is a mountain dwarf. Um, he has a very uh, avid weak- weakness for uh, chicken. Um, he'll do anything for it. <laughs> uh, he has a brother named Bolin, but he hasn't seen him in at least 20 years. Um, his superhero name is Beefcake. Because he's a beefy boy, um, but also small. So he's just like a cannonball. Um, <laughs> and I am super strong, or he is super strong. Um, and his biggest fears are losing his mind and plastic bags. <laughs> plastic bags. Would you like paper or plastic, sir? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Mark O'Hare, also known as the Thunder Thumper, standing at approximately 0.86 meters tall, 1.03 meters tall with his ears. He's also a rabbit. He's also a rabbit. Was that not clear? Standing on top of two feet. Originally... Just a regular old rabbit being held inside of a cage along with other rabbits inside of a large, top-secret facility. <laughs> what? A large, top-secret rabbit. used as experiments. <laughs> One day, there was a malfunction with the latch, and the rabbits all escaped. He, along with his 12 brothers and sisters, accidentally knocked over a large amount of potions. <laughs> they were all doused. Many of them died, aside from two rabbits, Mark O'Hare and Mary O'Hare. Five years later, Mark O'Hare is now standing on two feet. His intelligence has increased exponentially. What? So fast and so quickly, in fact, that the facility began to use him. What? He was able to quantify an ability to be able to manipulate the physical shape of other animals. To create super bioweapons. Unknowing that he was being used for such evils, he went through with it. To create some of the most vile and evil, torturous bioweapons anyone had ever seen. Once he found out the evils that was happening, he learned and escaped from the facility and vowed that one day he would free all of the other rabbits that were trapped in that facility. He then figured out that the potion was starting to rapidly change his body. And when I say rapidly, I mean he became rapid. He was able to run at the speed of sound. (laughs) And not only that, he found out that not only was it because he was so fast, he learned that he could slightly manipulate time for his benefit. (gasps) What? He took on an air with his green jumpsuit and orange goggles as the Thunder Thumper, (laughs) the super speedster rabbit guy. And that's a story. That's great. Very, very in a word. (laughs) You can describe it as a Yes. Origin film. Elden Warner is the Thunder Thumper. I didn't realize he was that short. Oh my goodness! Like he's he could get—he's he's the size of like a football. He he is. Imagine if a rabbit. Got defined legs and stood up. 
<laughs> wow, he's, he might be he's less than, than <laughs> less than three feet tall. If oh, you're he's not shorter than the ears. He's like a jackal like size. He's yeah. like a long rabbit. I mean, he could he could fit under another table here. Oh yeah, isn't Listen. a yard like one point two meters? No, uh, a meter is a yard plus three inches. and a half inches. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's just barely. He's like three foot four. Yeah, with his ears. And it is at this moment that I have to make a voice for my character. <laughs> the moment of truth is what we call this. I haven't really decided. By yeah. <laughs> I was practicing in the car all day. Uh, hey there, Flynn Forshire here. Uh, I'm a halfling. Uh, age. Uh, long due after retirement. That age, about fifty or so in human years. Uh, <clears throat> I was a professional athlete back in the day. Uh, specialized in wrestling. I was pretty darn good. I got a lot of belts. They didn't really fit me though. They didn't make them my size. Uh, uh, as I was uh, growing up though, I got enlisted into a war. Well, uh, they were making super soldiers basically by uh pumping steroids into them. So, uh, I underwent a little bit of experimentation myself. Uh, seemed like whatever they pumped in me made me really lucky. A lot of, uh, arrows and our guns in this universe. Uh, of sorts. Uh, bullets and all that and cannonballs and all whatnot seemed to just whiz right by me. I would literally walk down center aisle of the war and just never get hit. Uh, me and my platoon, uh, my platoon got wiped out. That was awesome. Only two survivors. Me and my best friend, uh, we called him Steel. He's a big orc friend. Uh, uh, we, uh, they all died in the war. And uh, I have pretty bad PTSD about it, so I don't like to talk about it, and I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Right now. <laughs> well, Steel and I basically became war heroes. Uh, we got our nickname, which became our hero names, Flint and Steel. I'm Flint. He's Steel. We're flint and steel. Uh, it was after the, was that not clear? After the war, <laughs> I tried to retire. I just wanted to golf. So I'd go out to the golf course, and uh, steel would be my caddy. He'd have all my clubs and whatnot. The city and nation just kept ordering me to do more stuff for him, though, like I'm some hero for hire. Really started to annoy, uh, to annoy me, but what can you do? So uh, I'm just a man who's trying to retire. And my fears are my crippling PTSD and losing my best friend, Steel. I also have gray, slightly receding hair, uh, mutton chops, and a soul patch. Yeah! Does he wear big, like, yellow aviators? He wears, uh, you know those, like, sports glasses? Yeah, like the Oakley ones? Yeah. He's got those on. <laughs> Does he also have what are those? Like, Does he also caps, wear golf pants? Visors? Like really ugly plaid golf. He doesn't pants? have golf uh, pants on at the moment, but he, he does like have a, a visor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. So now we get to bit. He uh, is a grung, so he's about two foot nine. Uh, very small, uh, little frog man. He's green, and he's very stinky. <laughs> <laughs> The Grung people, at least um, as far as Bet is concerned, um, were originally just like frogs, but through some like pollution from some weird factory facility nearby, um, slowly <laughs> mutated into the Grung people. And after a certain amount of time, they were like, 
hey, this is our home. And they went and took it back and made their sort of druidic grove over several generations. And so uh, Bet is one of the very few remaining caretakers of this grove, but he's obviously not there right now, and that's scary. That's probably his biggest fear. And he doesn't really ascribe to like the whole hero nonsense, but the people have given him the name the Swamp Sage. Very well, very well. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, you guys are a part of a uh, clan of heroes called something to the effect of like the the, the champions of Archon or the the Archani something or other. You guys can figure that out. I thought of a really good one in the car. What was it? Four half people and one regular sized person. Yeah, basically. Uh, you're basically <laughs> are, you're basically two the, and a half men. You're basically. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wait, no, we're three. We're men. just three men. Just three men. Three um, dudes. That's our hero. Yes, if you have two t- trench coats, you're three dudes. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, you guys are pretty much like the Justice League of this world. Uh, we are actually going to be playing in the world of Nexus, which is a ongoing world building project um, that's been designed by Benjamin Cadis, uh, myself, um, and a few other uh, friends of ours. Um, it's a kind of a long running project and, uh, we're going to be taking place in, um, the continent of Archon, uh, in the nation, the snow elf nation of Vulcanon. Real quick. Is there a place where people can find more information about this? uh There is currently not. This is going to be the first, probably, uh, the first publication of any Nexus canon. Also, was there any inspiration of the names from Zarkon, the villain from Voltron. Uh, no. Dang it. No, shut your mouth. I like that show. That's a good show. Uh, it's such a good show. Except for once. It's, the, it's spelled Vulcanon all, all jacked up. It's like oh. V-A-V-H-S. Uh, there, there was an H in there, I remember. <laughs> V-H-O-L-K. What is it? E-N? I don't remember. V- Oh, there it is. V-H-O-L-K-E-N-E-O-N. Wait. There's no second E. Volkswagen. Vulcanon. Anyway, um, um, this is uh, the first time I've ever run a one-shot, so uh, yeah. And I am by no means a professional DM. Uh, I'm just buddies with these guys for yeah. some reason. Well, that's the best way to play Dungeons and <laughs> None of us are professionals. That's, exactly. that's true. I'm a professional okay. jackass. But the campaign is true. beginning right now. Um, it begins with a party uh, in the honor of the party. Um, you guys have just finished slaying a leviathan from the inside, murdering its heart, probably using uh, different magical items to be able to survive inside the leviathan for up to a week, maybe your mission was. Um, and you guys are now in a beautiful hall filled with mostly snow elves and a few other folks, and they're all just dressed to the nine, man. They are um, celebrating your last mission, a lot of aristocrats and other uh, notable persons gathered together in this big, great hall. Um, one of the walls is like a huge window overlooking um, a valley below, like this mountain that you're atop of. Um, uh, and this, uh, everybody wants to talk to you guys, get autographs, etc. 
Um, women are clad with fine jewelry and dresses. Men are wearing very tradi traditional uh, Vulcanese formal robes, um, which is kind of in my head like similar to like uh, like the like Japanese kind of like big shoulder kind of robe kind of thing. Star Wars. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, there's drinking, fine cuisine, and much merriment. Have we had a chance to shower? Uh, probably. Still, I think. Oh, I, I was think, really hoping we're walking. I, I think. I think that you guys have been like. This is like the next acid. day, and ah, everybody's okay. like big time celebrating. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, one other thing to note I is that uh, there is a band playing, uh, like on a stage. Uh, six bards, uh, a dapper dwarf is playing a large set of drums with calculated precision. A wide-eyed gnome bowing a fiddle gently as if musical mistakes are against his nature. A tall elf enthusiastically plucking a contrabass with glee, and another elf, shorter but with more energy, plucking complicated harmonies on a lyre with ease. Yes. Dude. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that was, dude, a calm, what are these losers? A calm human bouncing his head and casually playing counter melodies on a guitar, and another human, suave and bearded like a lumberjack, conducting the group as he plays another guitar and sings about sings a song about chores and a clock. The group is called Coldness Courier. <laughs> did you intend to basically write a poem? Yes, I did. Because that was amazing. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I think we can sue. I think we could sue. Let's, we're suing ourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little cameo for you, gentlemen. Oh. Uh, and now you are at the party. We can uh, go ahead and live in the world. At the party. All right. You can hear like. <laughs> we're getting DMCA'd by ourselves <laughs> automatically. Well, Mark O'Hare is not much of a partier. So he's gonna stand in the corner with his arms crossed and <laughs> tapping his foot. Okay, cool. Do we have a manager? Uh, no. I think you got the idea is that you manage yourselves. So uh, I make the executive decision that I'm retiring after this. I'm done. I'm sick of working with you guys. I just want to go golf. Steele and I just want to go golf. Oh come so on! So you say that? All, are we all together? Are you saying that a lot? <laughs> oh, standing together. Yeah. yeah, just like this is like the fifth mission they made me do. I want to retire. My back hurts. You're telling me I'm missing my son's soccer game right now. You have a son? I have 37 children. <laughs> he has you, told us about all of them in excruciating I must have toned it out while one in, in one ear or the other. Out. You know, nobody is stopping you from just retiring. The government is. What is this government? It sounds... Ineffectual. It's a, it's a construct created by the non-beast kind. I'm not exactly a fan. Basically, <laughs> they found a loophole in the contract I signed when I enlisted in the army, and uh, I'm stuck. It's basically it. You could always just, like, fake your own death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dying works so good for harpsichord man over there. <sighs> we haven't told you that you had to do anything with us. That was purely your own choice. The government's choice. Anyway, I'm gonna go get some sliders. <laughs> Where's the snacks? Uh, yeah, you can make your way to a snack table. Uh, there's a very tall chef, and he's got like crackers and cheese and and. Uh, he's basically got a, got a grill going behind him. Okay, so uh, where are the appetizers? Well, you want me to fix you up something? Yeah, uh, you got cream cheese and caviar. 
God, that's utterly disgusting. <laughs> you know you're eating children of fish, right? Yeah? God. What of it? You're eating, you like staring. to eat the child of a tree. Uh, give Please. me a sec. <laughs> uh, he turns his back and uh, very, actually surprisingly quickly, uh, whips up uh, a very, like, ornate um, plate of just, like, caviar and, like, a little, like, strip of, like, sashimi uh, and, like, some, like, very, like, ornate, like, design in, like, some sauce drizzled <laughs> across. Ah, finger food, my favorite. Come here, Steve. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> grabs the caviar <laughs> with his open palm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my sidekick and caddy, Steel, is with me, the orc. And we're eating oh. finger food. Cool. That's so, what we're doing. Uh, a woman carrying a large glass of wine uh, kind of stumbles towards you. Um, me? Yes. Kay. Well, and then she looks at you and looks at Steel and... Well, hi. What? Uh, can't you see I'm busy eating here? Oh, my God. Well, uh, I hear Please you're a savior the of the universe. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I like to save a couple of them every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> you're a good... Excuse me, I gotta get back this, to I my guess. finger food here. Well, uh... You're so lucky this is an audio-only medium, so people don't have to see the disgusting display. <laughs> Well, I could give you some more finger food. (laughs) Ma'am. Wowie zowie. (laughs) If there's one thing I hate being tied down to than the government more is a wife. All right? I don't want to talk to you no more. Oh, I ain't talking about marriage, hon. Why do I feel like your character is the guy that uploads Facebook memes with like minions talking about how much he hates his marriage? Uh, so Why then she bad. she turns to steel and looks up and says, "Howdy, fella." And he points at uh, he points at Flynn and then points back at her and then points at himself. Ah, yeah, she's she's hitting on you, buddy. Don't worry about it. She takes a drag on a long cigarette and leaves. Stink up the place, why don't you? Blows it right in your face, actually. (laughs) And then you. Like a Disney character. (laughs) Uh, Any of you else want to go talk to anybody or do anything? Eat food? Uh, Gloin is going to find the bar. Oh, (laughs) Uh, fair enough, yeah. Hmm. So I'm going to go up to the barkeep. And uh, round myself up a nice glass of whiskey. Would you like a flaming whiskey, dwarf? <laughs> flaming whiskey? Of course. I missed glowing. Would you uh, I- explain that to me? It's whiskey. Set ablaze. <laughs> that sounds amazing, yes. This one's on the house. Well, thank you, my man. And he's just gonna—he's just gonna shoot it back. I. How's another? You've convinced me, yeah. <laughs> Let's do another one. How's about I do one too? Yes. <laughs> make it make a game out of it, if we will. Okay. Let's uh. Let's keep going. I, I have to warn you. <laughs> I have uh, to warn you. I can drink my fill. You sound like it. Yes. <laughs> he pours uh, three shots of this flaming whiskey, uh, and he just 
throws back two of them. Okay. <laughs> How about you hand me the bottle? Oh well, the bottle's God. not on fire. Light it on fire. Oh, I light it on fire. I understood that reference. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he just freaking like what's uh, what's the lip of the of the bottle with more of the whiskey, and then just lights it, hands it to you, and it explodes. Breaks. <laughs> I'm gonna do the tornado thing, and I'm gonna like. Uh, Spin. In a circular motion, spin the bottle so it creates like a vortex, and I'm just gonna. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I'm gonna need you to uh, have make a I don't know a Constitution saving throw with dis with disadvantage. Disadvantage already. Would you count this as being poisoned because he oh, would have advantage on that? Well, n not necessarily. Okay. Not really, really what I'm rolling for right now. So that is going to be a 17. With disadvantage? With disadvantage. Oh he my is, he is goodness. A, I have a plus 13. <laughs> you still take six fire damage. Oh, no. you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was spicy. <laughs> well, are you done? I honestly don't know what to say. Well, is your is your tongue not charcoal at this point? I can't feel it. <laughs> he couldn't before. <laughs> That's true. Well, I declare the ye the winner. All right. Uh, you don't gotta pay for clearing me out like that. How about that? Sounds good to me. Uh, and yeah, go ahead and make a con check to see if, how drunk you are. And you said it's with advantage. If if you would count this as being poisoned, this is probably poison. Oh wow. <laughs> wow, that's twenty-eight. Okay. Whoa. Yikes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that you're a little buzzed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else have any? Uh, yes, I'm just gonna run to uh, Flynn. Like, they got any sliders over there? Yeah, we still got some over here. And then we can go to her. Uh, him. him. Sorry, I'm so he's, he's, Yes, he's, he's, oh, playing, he's playing, playing a male in this no, campaign. I'm so yeah. used to him playing females. <laughs> two. Every time. Uh, two and then one one shot. That's it. Um, okay, so I'm walking 50%. past where Gloin just left. Mm -hmm. And is there any, like, dribble left in a, in a glass anywhere of any alcohol? Oh, yeah, totally. He, he only drank one bottle. It's a full bar, man. Oh, well, I mean, is there anything <laughs> left just Oh, in that, in that bottle? Yeah, no, no I mean, anything just unattended on the bar? No, uh, no. Is anybody drinking anything? No. I mean, the, the, bottle that, the bottle that he just drank from is sitting there, yeah. but what's there is either all drunk or evaporated, burned off. Well, what about, like, anybody else? Is there, like, is any, are there any oh, you men or ladies? Oh, sure. I mean, you see uh, a woman about to scoop, scoop up a martini, um, and you see a man uh, drinking, like... I don't know, like a, a gin and tonic, just like wow, sitting it down, rattling the ice. He's just sitting there, like staring into the void. Oh, okay. So, uh, woman next to him. A uh, woman next to him, sitting up, like standing up, uh, just about to get a drink and go. Oh, okay. Um, I walk. Uh, does okay. What does she have on for like jewelry? Oh my goodness. Oh <laughs> no. You guys are supposed to be good guys. What's going on? Um, steal. 
<laughs> who can who could say? Uh, she is wearing a. Uh, her main piece is a like an, a necklace, like an amulet with one large orange kind of streaky orange and yellow red kind of ball just kind of like dangling from it. Um, that's her main piece. She's kind of like uh, wearing clothes to kind of show that off. Um, a few rings, but they don't look very ornate, like mostly just uh, silver and gold bands. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. So I walk up to, so she just approached the bar. Yep. Um, so this, this party that I'm in, mm-hmm. it's kind of, kind of new. I mean, we've done a lot of, we've done a lot of fun stuff as a group here, as a team. Okay. But this is, it's a little bigger than, than, uh, of a reception than, uh, I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, um, come out of my shell a little bit. And uh, so I, I approach this woman. Okay. Uh, just just conversation here. Just something simple, something whatever. And I, uh, I go up and uh, I say, uh, um, hi. Hi, how are you? Well, how are you? Uh, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. I'm about to get a drink. Well, I've just gotten one. What did you get? Appetini. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What? I love apple teas. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that's nice. Um, I I think I'm going to get. Uh, I'm going to get. Uh, hey, hey, bartender. What's what's something colorful? Hmm. <laughs> Can make your own rainbow shot. What's that? I'll never mind. I'll do it. You sure? Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> he trying to loosen up a little bit. Winds up seven shot glasses. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> and he. Uh, Wait, before you start the. Okay. Uh, how about three? Well, you see, you need seven shots to make the rainbow. Let's go primary colors. How Just about? do reg- <laughs> RGB. Yeah. Oh, I can make you a Neapolitan shot. Okay. Like, yeah. Let's try that. Uh, yeah, uh, pours three different liquors, uh, actually four different liquors, one is completely clear, nice. um, into a, uh, little, like, cup, and then, uh, like, gets a funnel on top of it, um, not, kind of like a shaker, but, like, without the shaking part on, like, just, like, one of the cups of it, sorry, and then puts one of the straining, like, uh, filter things on, and then just pours this shot oh. delicately across three, uh, glasses, and they are, like, beautiful. they're, they're gradient, but, like, Definitely going from like white to pink to brown. Okay, so out of the, the short amount of time this has happened, excuse me, is the uh, woman still standing near me? Oh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been entrenched in what's just gone on. Yeah, she's actually oh, wow. uh, she's she's watching the bartender. She's enjoying that. All right, so I um, because I'm a little nervous, I just I just go right ahead. However many what three or four? It's three. Three. I just take all three. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> she's just hanging out there, sipping her drink. Okay. Uh, I ask her, uh, um, where, where'd you get your rings? Well, one's for being married. Oh. Another's from being divorced. Oh. <laughs> okay. You got a divorce ring? <laughs> a ring for the divorce? <laughs> I like to treat myself. And another one is for being married again. Oh, um, and then I grab... A ring off of my own finger that I found in the Leviathan. Okay, great. <laughs> and then I say, 
Um, it, this was dirty once, but um, it's not dirty anymore. Here you go. Can you describe the ring? It's it's just one single like silver band, and a a little. What is that? Oh, that wasn't the direction I was going. <laughs> uh, and then just kind of like a little like black, uh, black but blue tinted kind of gem. Okay, it. sure. I don't know if it. I don't know if it like fits, but do you want it? Well, um, sure. It's a I'll, little... I'll suppose I'll take anything from a hero. Oh, uh, uh, thanks. It's a little loose. I just, uh, I walk away. <laughs> Did you just, like, inadvertently propose to this married woman? No. You just gave her a ring just because? I, I don't know. Okay, yeah, great. I, okay, my, uh, go ahead and uh, make a con check for your alcohol consumption. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay, a 10. <laughs> okay, uh, you are, I would say, inebriated. Yes. Okay, great. That's right. That is right. Uh, Mark is going to walk up to, to hologram. <laughs> is it hologram? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, or uh, Aster. <laughs> and he, you know, that was an absolutely pathetic, pathetic attempt at the at the mating ritual. I'm looking around at my own eye level because down I'm here, five <laughs> nine. Oh, Mark, are you not aware about how that goes? The what? mating ritual? Mate, you you humans are to make things far too complex. Listen, this is how I do it. You simply find a female, and then you chase her. Until she turns around and punches you in the face. And then you repeat that process until either one of us jumps in the air as high as you can. If the other one reciprocates the jump, you may then mate. You're putting far too many steps into this. It could be completely simple. But you choose to make it so hard. Why? Why do you do this to yourself? I'm so glad glad we have Ben Shapiro on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. Mark, what are you talking about? Well, I, I, I don't have time for any of this. You guys take so much time to find a mate. You have to take years and years to get to know them. No, no, that's not you simply not how that goes. Are you hungry? I'm a little irritable, yes. I could use a snack. But all they have is carrots, and carrots are not a main source of sustenance. They're actually more of a dessert for us rabbit folk. They're too high in sugar content. And quite simply, it wouldn't work. Uh... At this point, I want to come up behind Mark and just start petting the back of his head. Great. You hear it. As his his leg begins thumping on the ground. There you go. Calm down. Put a a bass drum there. Just go on the ground. I feel a lot better. Thank you so much. I really appreciate Uh, it. All right. Is, Is bad doing anything? I have one question about Bear. Mm-hmm. Is Grong a tonal language? Is it supposed to be like Bear? There's <laughs> Bear. Okay. Bear. Okay. It's like that noise what I make when I'm like mildly uncomfortable about anything. Bear. Bear. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, what is Ben? What is Bear doing? Um, I think he's just kind of hanging out, not really talking to anybody, but just kind of wandering because he he's there because he's part of the team. But nobody really wants to talk to him because he smells bad. Hey, what? Hey, you eat you eat fish eggs? Do you guys eat fish eggs? Mm. I believe that'd be cannibalism. Well, technically, he's not a fish. You bring up a fair point. He does have a point. Uh, I'll give it a try. Yeah, here, put it on a cracker. It's good. Yeah, you said something. Huh? 
Did you call for me? No, I, I <laughs> I'm just walking past at this point. <laughs> just, just, still Man, walking. Man, that guy away. is not coherent unless he's asleep. <laughs> it's true. I'll try this fish eggs. Yeah, I put it on a cracker for you. I eat it. How does it? I don't know. Do you like it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is this cannibalism? Am I? What is happening? Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's that a thought that, that crossed your mind while you were doing this? What's, yes. uh, what's everybody's passive perception? Just, ooh. 21. 21. 29. 29 for this 29? guy. 29? Oh, you have expertise in it, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> 18. 18? Okay. 21. 21. Okay. 18 was the lowest. You have 18? That's really good. I have, I have 18. Yeah, Every, uh, the lowest is 18 here, and two people have that. So everybody notices... This guy that I'm about to describe. We all um, But uh, <laughs> you three, like, to you, he's just a normal guy. You three notice that he is acting a little bit peculiarly. He is a snow elf, just kind of chilling out in the corner. Uh, and he is yeah, that's my job. Uh, obviously a cleric. Uh, and he's clothed all in white, uh, traces of blue, um, just gorgeous robes. Um, his hair is arranged in a top knot. Um, he's one of those snow elves that have, like, darker hair, which is kind of a bit rare for them. Um, and he's got very, like, uh, dark pink skin, like, just very, like, coming through his reddish. Uh, and he has a katana sheathed onto his hip, and he is just kind of brooding in the corner, which is kind of not quite like what looks like his very light and pleasant demeanor like and he's just kind of um scratching his head and like there's there's something bothering him um hologram and uh mark and be all notice Beh. this Un- unusual behavior um, that guy's got a cool sword i was gonna say we should get a sword like that huh why does he have a sword i mean i mean technically I don't know. we're all carrying weapons of mass destruction we are yes head. but i haven't seen anybody else Celebrating here with a sword. Really? In all honesty, if he's going to try to fight someone with five super people here, honestly, that's his problem. Well, he might not try to fight us. Would I get anything else out of, of like, a passive insight or an insight check even? What's your passive insight? 21 as well. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, I would say that you guys would safely assume that this guy is probably a cleric of some kind, um, probably a cleric of, of Nades, who is the god of uh, hope and light. Ooh, okay. Um, he is the predominant deity in this uh, country. Okay. Well, I don't know. Why don't you go ask him why he's got a katana? Why don't you ask him? You're the one. You think the guy I'm just gonna with a on. golf case? <laughs> you're, you're where? You're going where? I'm just going to start. As, as these guys are uh, talking it over, I'm just going to walk over to him. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where's, where's Glenn? You can just hear me in the distance. Uh, hey, sir. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Oh, man, with my passive perception, how did I... <laughs> how did I miss it? It's because Hello. he's too short. He and walks I'm, right under your I'm side. holding, like, a, a pulled pork slider in my hand. Yes. And I'm just, like, it's kind of squished in between my hands. <laughs> There's grease on his fingers. <laughs> just dripping. All right, let's go make sure he doesn't... Oh, no, no, no. Um, on. I want to watch They're this. really good... <laughs> No, thank you. I'm I'm not hungry. Are you sure? I'm quite certain. Do you want to have a drinking contest? Not at, not at the moment. No. <laughs> All right, we should go. Hey, uh, don't worry about our friend Gloin here. He's just a 
He's had a little bit to drink, guy, uh, and he loves his food. Don't making, you, buddy? Yes, friends. Um, Gloin. I'm getting slight he looks, hits, He, he continues to look nervously, like he just doesn't quite know what to say, but he kind of wanted to get your ah, attention. I know, I know. You're starstruck. It's all right. Five superheroes walk up in front of you and have a conversation with you. No, it is not that. Oh, well. I think, you get I, uncomfortable I, think I might need your help. You need our help? I just might. Like, like do you need, are you like picking up a date? Are you trying to seduce someone here? Or do you... Do you do you think we can get it done before tomorrow afternoon? Oh, uh, yes, well, Mark. Because my, you are here my, as well. My, uh, my, daughter, my daughter has a ballerina uh, performance at well, noon tomorrow. this would be no casual undertaking. So, so I, I'm going to have to call my wife and tell her that I'm not making the ballerina thing? That would be correct. <sighs> I'll well, be back. Well, well, and then he walks off and you're... Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> well, hold on. We didn't agree to anything just Are quite. you two? I am still back a ways. I'm, okay. I actually have been, I've seated myself at a table. Okay. Are you listening in on their conversation? I'm attempting to. Great. Depending uh, on my distance. What's your, your, your passive is 29? Perception, yes. I'd say that you, if you seat yourself close enough, you can, and you try to focus on it, you can hear it with no problem. About about 35 feet away. About like 20 feet. As long about as you're, as long as you're focusing specifically on the conversation, I think okay. it's right. Now, hold on, hold on. We didn't agree to do anything quite yet, all right? We're, I mean, for God's sake, we're at a celebration for a job we just did. Yes, I know that you have saved the world once. Uh, I think this is about our third time, right? Yeah, I know. Have you been you're counting, Gloin? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think we anyway, should do it. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Um, what is it? What is it you need us to do? Uh, well, there have been some reports of strange happenings and some missing people. And that sounds like a job for the militia. No, or the police. We think that there is a god behind this. A god? What? Yes. Like, like the big god. Yes. One of those guys? The exact opposition of Nades, we fear, has m- made his dwelling in Vulcanon for now. Oh. That sounds like an exorcism you need, then. That's a bad thing. That is I like correct. it. Yes. The Uncanny <laughs> Valley, the realm of Steines, we fear, is here, and with it, pure chaos. Pure chaos, you say. There is legend of a dragon, which will consume the whole world. Skyrim? Right. Uh, so you're, you're for but, sure, you're for sure if, the whole world? Yeah, if the dragon eats the whole world, but then the world's just the still the world, but in the dragon's stomach. Does he chew no. with food? So you are saying it's the whole world? This is the god Steines? who is a son of Uldeas, right. who is the god of nothingness. Okay. So if it's the whole world, <sighs> then I am legally obligated by, con- by a contract, a contractual bind, that I have to help you. So what do you need me to do? Well, there is a legend, and just then, you hear a crash from the window. Oh. Oh no. Whoa. Uh, two, wild. two dragon wormlings 
flow into the whole theater, and everybody is going ballistic. I have already uh, fallen asleep, and I just look like I'm drunk sitting at a table. Uh, these are not just regular dragons. Uh, they are. Uh, they look like they're made almost entirely of glass on the exterior, and they are filled with this kind of like starry smoke, just like a like black and purple mist with just gleams of light, which seems to somehow simultaneously expand and contract within them as it's just kind of swirling around like they've, uh, and just like in an eternal loop almost, like they've got this permanently dying universe inside of them. And they are somehow both transparent and completely opaque. Um, they're like physical presence is a contradiction, is a paradox. And they start just, one of them looks right at the band that has been playing this whole time and shoots from its mouth. One of them says, where did you get that goofy fiddle player? <laughs> uh, they shoot from their, she shoots from his mouth uh, what looks to be um, like, infrared waves, but also kind of like little bugs at the same time. Um, and they just shoot onto the band members um, as these waves are just kind of, it looks like just uh, disrupting the entire air around it. And as soon as it makes contact with them or their instruments or whatever, you see the things just begin to fizzle away as if they are just Thanos snapped from existence. Oh, so you're just gonna have like this cute little cameo with us and then kill us? Yeah. Love it. The way I always wanted to get I love leave it. the world through weird trends. Uh, yes. So one of them uh, uses his uh, like antimatter breath on the band. <laughs> um, <laughs> antimatter breath. And another one uh, just snaps at a woman and just just bites her arm off. Right. That band sucked anyway. It's okay. <laughs> uh, everybody roll initiative, I guess. Oh, yay! Yes. Good thing I'm already asleep. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. Oh, yeah! I dropped it on the floor! Yay. I gotta get my guys. All right, that's 19. Plus an eight. Plus an eight. <laughs> what it's like to be a level 30 character. 20. Uh, 20 character. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Wayfaring Strangers, The Uncanny Valley. We'll be back to the action in a moment, but first we have a couple of announcements to share. First, we've been picked up by the Bard Rock Network. Put simply, being a part of the network gives us resources we need to continue making the show more consistently. This means more content for you, our dear listener. Also, if you're in the market for cool podcast merch, which honestly, who isn't? Wayfaring Strangers now has merch on TeePublic. If you want a t-shirt, a hoodie, a phone case, or any other random merch item you can think of with our logo on it, just head over to tpublic.com user slash wayfaring strangers. 
If you're a fan of Wayfaring Strangers podcast and haven't heard of the band that we're all in, first of all, we'd be quite surprised. But either way, that band is called Winter Wayfarer. We have music available anywhere you choose to listen and would be tremendously grateful if you'd give it a listen and also support us by simply following us on our social platforms. You can hear about our new music releases, announcements on our upcoming shows, and find where to grab some merch as well. You can find us at Winter Wayfarer Music on Instagram and Threads and Winter Wayfarer on Facebook, Twitter, or is it X now? You can also find us and our music on YouTube if you simply search Winter Wayfarer. Lastly, we want to extend a special thank you to our guest for this mini-series, Garth Zerby. He's an incredible DM and a good friend of ours. He also has his own band, The Never Reacher. Here's a clip from their album, Are We Gonna Make It? Check them out wherever you stream your music. That's all the announcements we have today. We'll be in touch in the near future with more news on all things Wayfaring Strangers. For now, let's return to the Uncanny Valley. Marco Hare, now at the first uh, initiative. It's not a proposal if you pull the ring off of your own hand. He takes his watch, presses a button, and you hear a... As he spins in a circle really fast, and a uniform pops out. And he's all of a sudden in this tornado. He's wearing this green tight suit. Dude. And he pulls up a hood with his ears exposed out, but with these orange goggles and a big thunder, like a thunder wave on the front of his uh, uniform in bright yellow. You just hear some... Chick in the background. That's so cute. <laughs> it's not cute. I'm cool. <laughs> and uh, he clicks his heels together, and his feet begin to <laughs> like shift really fast. Jeepers. And uh, his speed doubles to from 95 to 190, and then he's gonna use a dash action after clicking his heels together with his boots of speed. And now his speed goes from 190 to 380. And he's gonna run over to the 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 people that are getting snapped up by the dragon. Go, hello, my name is Thunderthumper. I need to help you. You're in grave danger. Grabs him, boom, <laughs> runs to the door, brings him out, boom, runs back to someone else. Hello, my name is Thunderthumper. I need to help you. You're in grave danger. Boom, boom. Hello, my name is Thunderthumper. You're in danger. I need to help you. Boom, boom. Hello, my name is Thunderthumper. You're in grave danger. I need to help you. Boom, boom. And he's just grabbing people and just running That's back and forth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm running at an incredible rate. <laughs> Oh, and you know his pants make the <laughs> sound. <laughs> you just hear like a fly. <laughs> okay, so that was the Thunder Thumper's turn. 
How many people do I save? How much feet did you run? 390. 390 feet you ran? Yes. That's a lot of feet. No, 380. 380 feet. You ran 380 feet. Smolly hoax. Did you... Are your boots on your... Did you add your, your yep, boots? Yep, I clicked my boots. Okay. Okay. You saved 13 people? Yeah. Well, I usually, you get them behind the door. That doesn't necessarily save them, per se. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, yeah. Now, next is hologram. Oh! <laughs> uh, oh! Oh, crap! <laughs> oh! Time to do something. Uh, so, what does your astral self look like? Uh, oh, yeah, he can project yeah, it however so, he wants. Okay, so, I guess I better work through this. So, currently, I have... Just up, appearingly looked like I passed out at the table. Are you table. like under the table? <laughs> no, I'm I'm just like slumped onto the side of the table, like I just like I just drank like way too much. And then uh, so you you start to slowly uh, see the same looking same looking aster rise out of the slumped body and just kind of floating now. And uh, remind me, so after Thumper did all this crap. Uh, what am I looking at again? I'm failing to remember so how this is. So it's two dragons. One is faced at the band, which would probably okay. have its back to you at this point. And the other one snatching a woman would probably be kind of like three quarters to you. Okay. So I'm going after that one. The Kay. latter of the two. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would like to cast Shatter. So you're going to stay how far away? Uh, I'd say you're about... Uh, probably 30 feet, 30 feet away. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, I'm going to just kind of stay where I'm at. Cast it. Um, creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. All right, what's the save? Con so, save. Yes, constitution saving throw. Uh, it, save. Uh, it succeeds. It'll still take half damage. So, take so you'll still roll the damage. Okay. Oh, so I roll. Okay. Yep, go ahead, roll. Cool. Uh, d8. 17. Uh, have to round it down eight. is eight. Eight thunder damage. Nice. Thunder Next up is Flynn. If that's your whole turn. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. All oh, right. by the way, I, I should specify the uh, sound that just happened that probably everybody heard because it's super loud was the panchromatic resonance of a harpsichord. Oh, great. Um, so does it? Oh, so does, does it affect everybody in the radius? Ten foot. Ten feet. So just Whoa. that. Well, uh, there's I was a woman shooting there. at the middle of this thing. Um, so, like, attempting to... The thing is medium in size, so the middle oh, of it would... So it's not too big. Uh, hold on. Oh, crap, oh, yes, it's only medium size. If you shot at its tail, you would probably not hit anybody else. Or it's, it's like, hind oh. legs. Okay, I, I imagined really, 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 really big. No, no, these are um, wormlings. They're babies. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well said. So, yes, uh, basically I was... Going like back half then. Okay, cool. Back half because I was in my. So yeah, I would say that that does not reach the now armless woman that is still running away. Ah, oh, poor lady. Go ahead, Flynn. So. <laughs> oh, he's gonna f shit up. All right, steel. And so they burst. They burst through the windows, right? Oh uh, yeah, they sure did. I'm gonna put my finger in my mouth and like get it wet, and I'm gonna put it up to the air. I'm trying <laughs> to measure the wind current. Oh great. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, I'm going to look to Steel, and at this point, uh, I'll, I'll mention Steel has a golf bag that has all my weapons in it, and I have a lot of weapons. That's right. So he's literally my caddy, and I kind of, like, get down on my knees, and I kind of size up. I'm looking at the one that's uh, just murdered all the musicians. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the great sword, Steel. Hand me my great sword. 
and Steel grunts and uh, slides <laughs> the greatsword out of the golf bag and gives it to uh, Flint. And uh, Flint is going to... It's a medium creature. Yes. Actually, I got a better idea, actually. Let me look at my weapons again real quick. Uh, give me that nine iron. <laughs> this is this is a fighter, so fighters are a give lot me a of crap. give me a driver. You have so many weapons! <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Wow, that's a lot of weapons. I know. Give me the battle axe. Give me the battle axe. And so he gives me the battle axe. And I nine iron battle axe? Nine iron battle. This is the wedge. Has, one of, the wedge. Like, <laughs> has one of the suede bags that covers the blade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I sprint up to this thing. How far away am I from it? Uh, from this one, I would say that you're probably about 30 feet away from uh, the 30 about. feet? Man, good push. I'm a half lane. I have 25 feet. Oh, away. shoot. How about the other one? Uh, also about the same-ish. I'll, I'll fudge it in your favor. Okay. Uh, I'd so say I'm, that I'll, I'll say that the the one that you were initially targeting backed up as it was shooting its uh, breath. Okay, moves itself. So I'm back going five to uh, sprint up to it and I'm going to I'm going to try to hit it. Uh, I have four attacks per turn. Okay, great. So Let's go. <laughs> level twenty fighter. Okay, that's a seventeen plus fourteen. Okay, that hits. <laughs> plus yeah. fourteen. Uh, Do you have the, uh... Thing? So, I have plus five in strength, plus six proficiency bonus, plus one weapon, plus two to attack from your, uh, luck from boom. The, that's you, right. You did give me the, uh, I did give you the perpetual luck potion. Okay. So, Effect. yeah, that hits. Uh, uh, okay, go ahead, roll damage. So or go ahead, no, I'm go only, ahead, roll, the, roll your other attacks. Uh, I have something in mind first. Uh, so I'm gonna roll damage on this one. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm one-handing it, so it's a D8. It's going to take... It's only going to take eight points of slashing damage. Oh. But okay. I'm going to, I am a battle master. Oh, no. And I'm going to expend one of my superiority die to do a grappling strike. Immediately after you hit a creature with a melee attack on your turn, you can expend one superiority die to try to grapple the target as a bonus action. Uh, add the superiority die to your athletics check. So... Opposing athletics or acrobatics uh, for you. A athletics or acrobatics for you. Uh, I'm trying to grapple it. I would say athletics. Okay, well, I'm rolling athletics. You can roll acrobatics oh, if you want. Oh, okay. It's whichever one's higher. It doesn't matter. Wow, didn't roll great, but I have a good plus. Okay, what did you get? I got a not natural 20. An unnatural 20? I got an unnatural 21. A natural, unnatural 21? Yes, I got 16 plus 5. Hmm. Let me check something real quick. By the way, we're level 20 characters, so we got a lot of stuff we got to run through. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, darn. Can I do something? Here's the thing. Grappling someone replaces oh, one of your attacks. I'm going to so use... No, 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 no. grapple them again. No, it's a bonus action. Though. Is it a bonus action? Oh, because because my, of the effect. I'm going to use my racial lucky feat to reroll my d20. Oh, go ahead. Actually, I didn't roll a one. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah I was going to say, wait a minute. roll a one. Um, but don't you have a, a feat that does something else? Oh no, that can basically give your lucky feature to a different player. I think I just fail here. I don't know. Yep. If I, can... I think you just wrap your arms around it and give it goes away from you. Let's see. I think. Well, I mean, like, just kind of like uh, recoils. It's like, eh. Yeah. It's uh, now ex extremely aware of your presence. Uh, you will likely be its next target. Okay. I still have three attacks. So now I'm seeing as I couldn't grapple it. Uh, excuse me. Seeing as I couldn't grapple it, I'm going to uh, two-hand the battle axe now. Okay. And make three weapon attacks against it. Okay, great. 
That's so, a natural 20. So the lowest I rolled was a 19. Meets it, beats it. All right. So all of those hit, and one of them is a natural 20. So Okay. I'm going to go ahead and have you roll on my critical There is also table. a... a Oh, there's a critical hit table. Well, I made one up. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were about to have him roll up all the dice. I'm like, there is a dice calculator on D&D. Okay. Oh. Well, uh, hold on. Where's my... I'm realizing right now how many dice I'm actually going to need. For uh, roll, roll percentiles. Percentiles? Yep. Percentiles. Hey. 15. So with a 15, your strike is inspiring. Choose one ally to get advantage on their next attack roll. Oh, sweet. Uh, uh, Gloin. I'll give it to Gloin. <laughs> and, uh, Let's go. So here's, and then, uh, let me also in. Oh, shoot. Uh, how much damage do you take from the first attack? Sorry. Uh, the first attack, it yeah. was, I rolled a two plus six, so eight. So, okay. Slashing. And um, I want to make mention I have the slasher feat. <laughs> Once per turn, when you hit a creature with an attack that deals slashing damage, I reduce their speed by 10 feet. And if I critically strike them with a weapon that deals slashing damage until the start of my next turn, it will have disadvantage on all of its attack rolls. Okay. Um, I will say, uh, you the, your critical hit still does normal damage. It'll still do normal damage? It'll still do normal damage. Okay, that's fine. Because you rolled low on the percentiles. But it's still... Um, A critical hit for rule's sake, so it still gets disadvantage on its next attacks. Yes. So it'll still just do the normal damage then? Yep. 16 plus 18, 34? Okay. Is that 34? Sounds right, yes. Yeah, 34 points of slashing damage. <laughs> As I just hack at this thing. A, um, a butt ton. Wow. Uh, yeah, you, uh... Big time, like, hack at this guy. Uh, it is hack. now kind of, like, oozing out some of its star fog. Ooh. Almost like you've popped it in a couple of areas. Like, like just a like pinpoint. a pinprick. Mm, nice. And, uh, I kind of, like... I polish off. I grab a rag from my back pocket, polish off the hand, the uh, battle axe, and I put it back and I give it back to. Uh, you just toss it to Gloin, who's behind you. Uh, I talk. I, t- I give it back to. Uh, or not Gloin. Is Steel? Uh, so how are we steel. doing Steel? Is he just like moving with me, or is he? I don't know. You can. He can be wherever you want. Does he, he have yes. a golf cart? Yeah, he kind of just comes with me, so I okay. give it back to him. <laughs> Good, great. If he has a golf cart, if he does. While have you're a attacking, golf he like walks slowly, him. just saunters yeah. up behind you, and he kind of. Mm, mm, mm. Is he also wearing a polo and a visor? He's not wearing a visor. He's wearing, like, the hat that has the fuzzball on top. Great. Yes. And, ha- like, the bill. <laughs> uh, plaid shorts? Plaid shorts. He's got a sweater vest. Terrific. Uh, next up is... Bet. All right. Um, how bad is the one that he was hitting looking? Uh, much worse than the other one, but uh, still very healthy. Okay. I am going to let um, Flynn take care of that one, and I'm going to turn my attention to the other one. Mm-hmm. Hawk a big old loogie in my hand, just and it magically nice. turns into an arrow, and I load it into my Yuck. longbow and cast Acid Arrow at fifth level. Okay. Tell me what Acid Arrow is doing there. <laughs> <laughs> a shimmering green arrow streaks toward a target within range and bursts in a spray of acid. Make a ranged spell attack on a hit. Target takes, uh, since I'm upcasting, it'll be 7d4 acid damage immediately. 
and 5d4 acid damage at the end of its next turn. Woof. That's a spicy oyster. <laughs> okay, so I have to make a spell attack. Well, yes, does that do. oyster have some Tabasco on there, man? Uh, 21. 21 <laughs> hits. Anyway. So that's uh, 74. Plus uh, 8 plus dex piercing, right? No. Or no. This is just a spell. It's just. Okay, it doesn't do the. Okay. I was just doing that for flavor. Okay. 16 damage. Uh, 16 acid damage. Acid damage. And then at the end of his next turn, he will take. So he's going to take 9 more damage at the end of his next turn. Okay. Okay. Is That's, that I think, all I got. The end of your turn? That's all I got. Sweet. Uh, next up is Gloin. I'm a little bit worried about this one. Oh, yeah, you have advantage. Your first attack. Yep. <laughs> all right. So how, first of all, how far away is Gloin? Uh, Not far enough. <laughs> what's the closest dragon to Gloin? Closest dragon to Gloin. It probably would have been the same as me because we were both. Probably, yeah, the, the same as the, the other one. The yeah. 25 feet? The 20, the, about 25 feet away from you. The other one is about 30 feet away from you, though. Okay. So about um... I am going to look at the one that he just attacked, and I... Flynn, or...? The Flynn yeah, just Flynn, attacked. sorry. Um, and I'm going to finish my slider that I've been eating. And just I'm slip going it down. Flick off all my fingers. <laughs> Lick off the fingers. And I am going to rage. <laughs> yeah! That's nasty. So basically, what you see is just, like, a giant whirlwind go around Gloin... And you see a vein pop in his forehead, and poof, his sleeves shoot off of his arms, and his <laughs> lower part of his pants shoot off of his legs, and he just flexes them off. Oh and he man! Goes, and he grabs. Were you, wearing, were you wearing like a fancy suit for this party and everything? I, I hope he was. I hope he's just wearing like just like slack shorts with like the pockets hanging out, and then just like cut off like tuxedo like. To the and top. I'm going to grab my hammer. And you see underneath his feet, as he takes his first steps, the ground just kind of crumbles underneath of him. He's, he starts going at the dragon, and he is going to smash it on top of the head. And how, first of all, how do I use Divine Fury? Because it says, while you're raging, first creature you hit on each of your um, turns with this weapon attack takes 1d6 plus 10 radiant damage. So you just add that to your damage roll if you hit. Okay. Oh. Uh so, is it 1d6? Yeah, 1d6 plus 10. Yeah. yeah. So, I am going Radiant, to yep. on top of whatever else go up to this dragon and just smash it on top of the head. That one you have advantage. And you have advantage. You have advantage. Please credit. I have plus 18. Oh, <laughs> plus 18 to hit? Oh, oh no. my dear God. Yeah, he has a 28. In what is this monster Gee, you first. created? Plus 18? So, that Goodness. is a 26 to hit. That, I mean, that hits. It doesn't I miss, guess. for sure. What you up? You can only miss on a crit fail, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah, he literally can only f miss on that. Yep. And then you might as well just roll your other attack, Yep, too. and then I'm going to bring my hammer back up again. Are you two-handing or one-handing? I'm two-handing. Okay. <laughs> Accuracy. And you ignore resistances, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. Because of his, because uh, of his boon. Is that allowed? That's not allowed. So <laughs> I'm just a huge. I'm just a dwarven cannonball at yeah. this point. No kidding. Oh and my goodness. That is. <laughs> you hit. You hit. Okay, don't worry. As long as you don't crit fail, you say you hit. So you'll roll two d10 plus twenty four. 
And then another 1d10 plus... 1d6. 1d6 plus 10 radiant. So you're attacking the same one that Bet just attacked, right? The yeah. same one that... No, the same one that Flynn attacked. attacked. Oh, okay. Flynn attacked. The one no, that no, the, the one that the one that killed the band. Yeah, the band one. Okay. Um, so that is twenty six damage. Plus twenty four. Plus twenty four. So, so that's fifty, 50 damage. Yeah. Plus and then the plus, plus ten radiant. Plus ten radiant. And then a d six. <laughs> and then a d six. Stop. So we're at sixty damage. Sixty. Plus one. Sixty one. <laughs> Eleven plus of one. radiant damage. That's about like a million dollars plus a penny. So you womp this guy right in the freaking forehead and his jaw hits the ground. Uh, you come back up with the upswing and you just freaking like gash his jaw like skewed. Like his, his freaking mouth is now like hanging on like only its left side. The other, like it's the lower part of its jaw is just dangling there. Does it slow mode? And I still have my bonus action, correct? Uh, you oh. used it to rage. I use it to rage. You're right. And he looks at you and does his the best he can to just. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go <laughs> right back at it. <laughs> uh, he is He's the Hulk. essentially dead. But, uh, but next still life. kicking for now. Okay. And that's my turn. Uh, next up is... What if I were to poop? Dragons! Up? Okay, sweet. Uh, I'm gonna first of all roll for this, and I hope I roll a six. I rolled a six. Here Boing. comes the dragons. Beware of the dragons. He turns back at you, and... The one that I just hit, or the, the other one? The one that you just hit. Okay. Turns back around at you, and just falling out from his throat, the same infrared bug-like oh, mist. No, you're gonna need to make a dexterity saving throw. That's a spicy twelve. I don't think I twelve can help total. You. Yeah. Oh, meets it, beats it. <laughs> oh really? Oh, really? That's all higher than it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's spicy. Oh, I love the sound of clicky clacky. Let's go, let's just get that in there. Oh. Put a little bit of ASMR there. Oh, yeah. I like it. Okay. Um, that's. <laughs> what? You're gonna take 59 necrotic damage. Oh boy. Yeah. So that is its turn. The other one. Who attacked that one? Who's in range of that one? The one. The that band one. The one. No. The not the, the band one? one. The arm one. Okay. Well, well you stayed 30, you stayed far away. 30 you stayed far away. Yeah, we were ranging him. I'm 30. We're ranging him. Well, he gets up and flies to Rude. Actually, he is going to run towards the Thunder Thumper. Uh-oh. Uh, just fly. Just kind of like swoop up and come right down at you. And he is going to, from suspended in the air, spit a black orb. Ooh. Just uh-oh. Yeah. Which seems to be warping space around it. Dimensional gack. Look out! <laughs> Look out! It is the dimensional uh, gack. He, he literally shot a black hole, like just oh, no. less than microscopic in size. So it doesn't, you know, destroy the whole universe. But he just spits out a dark hole and it just tunnels towards a point that's right next to you and it just is stagnant there. Uh oh, what does that do? Um, you're gonna need to make a 
Dexterity saving throw. <laughs> He's probably so bad at those. I'm really bad at those. Yeah, I don't lie to me. That's a 21 total. I and don't believe. Boo. Okay. Um, I'm so phased. <laughs> I outrun the black hole. Okay. Actually, you want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run circles around it since its mass is so heavy. Oh, and you're going to slow down you're gonna time. Orbit it? <laughs> you freaking sicko. <laughs> You're going to reduce it with your own speed. I'm going to use that extra time I gained from the extreme amount of mass on that black hole since time would slow around because time is relative based on the mass of the gravity of the black hole and use that to figure out how to defeat this dragon. Shut up. <laughs> I'm thinking in the mind of Mark O'Hare. <laughs> You're going to go ahead and take 14 necrotic damage. But uh, there's a couple of people nearby and they get sucked into the thing. No! Oh. No! Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say God. it's a, a dwarf and uh, what looks to be maybe another rabbit folk, but your eyes could just be deceiving you. My eyes. A uh, rabbit folk and a, a, a dwarf just seem to be scooped up into this black hole as if it was nothing and they get spaghettified. No. Spaghettified. <clears throat> No. No. Isn't the actual technical term called like spaghettification or something? Yeah, you basically really? stretch out into a noodle. That is the scientific the word. What's wrong with Colin? <laughs> you basically get sucked in a circle, like a like you're being poured down a drain. Awful. Mm -hmm. That's how gra black rack, black hole gravities works, and you become stretched out until uh, you're nothing but a so Yeah, you so you long. you see this you see this happen, and uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the uh, dragon's Yikes. actions. Uh, next up, a uh, cleric guy is actually going to... Oh, yeah, he's here. Uh, sprint up. Because uh, he's kind of fast, too. I'm just going to say Here's it. our uh, content warning for people afraid of cosmic death. Uh, he's going to just sprint up and uh, in kind of like one just... Sorry, he's sprinting up to the, to the band dragon uh, and just kind of like goes up behind it and just kind of with his katana just like almost in one just swift motion, just unsheathes it and spins it around. And you see like the dragon's tail just like chopped into like a dozen pieces. Oh, oh kind of like Levi, tack on tight and just up yeah, the arm. Yeah. Oh. Yes, Pretty much. Uh, and this dragon uh, is just gushing out its like star energy from both ends and falls flat and begins to just, I don't know, just kind of flatten, like almost like as if it's slowly deflating and pancaking, but you see also on its sides kind of shriveling, like it's getting smaller as it's def deflating, like it's just dissolving into air. Is this star energy crap that's coming out of it like destructive? It could be, I don't know. Oh. You get, you, you, are, you, are you gonna touch it? Out. You wanna find well, out? Is it touching the floor? Is it dissolving the floor or something? It's not, it doesn't seem to be doing anything to the floor, oh. but it's uh, in the air and it's kind of like, uh, I mean, it's beginning to dissipate, but it is oh. still like in a cloud, um, for sure. Well, anyway, uh, that guy is gone, so there's Come no on. one dragon. Uh, you guys are making light work of, work of this, so that's good. Uh, we go back up to the beginning of initiative, to the oh! Thunder Thumper. First thing Mark that the Thunder Thumper is going to do is knowing that due to the rules of times and physics, as I explained beforehand, time is actually slightly slowed when I'm near the center of the black hole due to the massive amount of mass. So he's going to click his heels back together 
and uh, run a circle around the black hole as fast as he can while he's using that extra time to try to figure out a plan. And then I have a question. Can I, uh, the ring that I have that, or the watch that I have that shoots out his uniform, can that be his bag, his ho- bag of holding? That sure can. I love that. All right. Yeah. In that time where he's running around in circles, like, how can I figure this out? I need to be able to do damage prevention. I don't know if I'd be able to do this. Wait, I have an idea. And then he unlatches his watch, <laughs> opens up the bag of holding, and takes the black hole and shoves it in his bag of holding. <laughs> Uh, the black hole does have mass. I'll allow it. Whatever is was in your bag of holding, gone. Oh, oh that's oh, oh no, <laughs> my potion of speed. No, oh. you're you're under a perpetual effect. Oh, okay. it's, a, it's a permanent effect on your body. Oh, it's okay. All of it's like backpack, rope, small knife, bullcrap. Small it doesn't knife. matter. Not the small knife. No, Not the small knife. You can borrow one of my knives. Uh, and, uh, but yes, uh, and anything you put in there, you can't take this thing out, but anything you put in there, also gone. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> oh, I can't put my uniform back no, in the watch. You can't. <laughs> You're wearing that thing now. The containment. Damn it, this was a collector's Dude, item. You gotta punch someone with that ring finger, and it's just gonna suck them up. Oh, it's a watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a watch. Yes, yes. Uh, backhand somebody. <laughs> After that, he's gonna put the watch back on his wrist and go, Still no, keeps time. Perfect. No, 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 t- no. There's no ticking. <laughs> oh damn it! Took away time. Well, keep it's that in my mind. He he opens. He takes out it from his pocket a log. He's like, log. Remember, you have a black hole in your pocket. Don't open it up. <laughs> uh, are you doing anything else uh, with your turn? Uh, would that be my action? That probably. I think that'd be definitely I've used your action. my action. My bonus action. I'm gonna use whatever remaining. I probably used all of my speed to run in a circle. He's gonna stand there and go. Uh, sure. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next up is hologram. All right. Um, can someone tell me how many actions I have? So it you says have attacks per action. Two, so you are a college of bard sword. Yes. Right. So you have correct. two attacks per attack action. So, so if, if you yes. attack someone, you attack them If twice. you attack someone, you can attack twice. Yeah. But if you cast a spell, that's still, that's your action. You can't do a spell. But I only have one action? Yep. Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Everyone only has one action. One action, two attacks. So, I am going to go up to the remaining Wormling. Yes. And I would like to use, wait, how far? How far am I? I said it was about 30 feet. Yeah, I mean, well, I think you were a little bit closer, so you're about 20. Oh, okay, easy. So, I'm gonna go up to that guy. Do I have to use? Well, the last action? one was flying, wasn't it? Uh, actually, yes. Now it, it has moved. Uh, is probably still about twenty-five to thirty feet away from you, but is up in the air about five to ten feet. My walking does, speed is thirty. Does his spectral self fly? Yes. Yes, his spectral self does <laughs> have a flying okay. speed. So you could just fly up. To yeah. But I think that you're sorry. I never established your flying speed, sure. but the number in my head was twenty. Okay. So you only have twenty feet of flying speed. So do I have to use an action to no, get to you, it? No, you can you can fly, but you can only fly 20 you feet. Fly, you can walk you can faster fly, than you can fly. You can fly, you can fly. So what should I do if I want to get up to this thing and actually use, like, if I wanted to use a rapier? Jump? Could I don't I? know. Would okay, you can do your movement and make a high jump, okay. I think. So this rules for high jump, say, move 10 plus feet and jump a number of feet equal to 3 plus your strength modifier. When you make a standing high jump, you can jump only half that distance. So if you are trying to run at this thing and then jump high, uh, you can jump three plus whatever your strength mod is. And then also you have a reach of five. 
So I think you can you can reach it if you make if you run and jump up to it. Okay, cool. I can do that. All right. So then I'm gonna use my rapier. But then you would kind of land right below it. Okay. So could I run, jump, and then double hand like thrust upwards? Thrust it. Yep. From the butt yep. of the. Okay. Um, cool. Then I'm gonna use my rapier, which um, I will make a roll. I'm assuming is the next thing. I'm still a noob. Oh my goodness, I've rolled this number before. What number is it? It is a nine. <laughs> I've seen this number before. Where? Eleven? <laughs> uh, Plus yes. eleven. So yes. that's an unnatural 20 and an inorganic 20 that uh-huh. hits. Alright, so just hoot him. It's a four plus seven. Which is eleven. Oh, that damage? Yes. What, piercing damage? Yes, piercing damage with a rapier. Oh, rapier. Oh, rapier. Was he only able to get one hit off in that jump? Because he does. I do have two attacks per action. But if you can only get one hit off in that midair motion, I I'd, I'd say if you can fit two attacks in an action, you can probably get another like baby thrust in on your way down. Okay, so you can attack again. Okay, cool. That definitely hits. So okay. it's a twelve. Okay. <laughs> Reverse order. It's a twelve. Yeah. Next up bad. is Flynn. How far away is this thing? Uh, from you now is gonna be about fifty. Oh no, twenty-five feet. Twenty-five feet? I'd say so. Oh boy. You know what? I'm going. How high in the air is this thing? Eight, seven-ish feet. Perfect. Oh no. I'm going to start like walking up to it and uh, like scrunching my chin. Steel, can you hand me the glaive? <laughs> And uh, oh. and so the glaive has a reach of ten feet. It sure does. And I have a walking speed of twenty-five yep. feet. So I just get like right below it, and actually no, no, give me the pike. I want the pike. <laughs> and I'm just going to stab at it because <laughs> that also has a reach. Oh, uh, and you can do that just four times. Just go under, go. Da, 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 da. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I'm just going to roll forty twenty. <laughs> Make this fast. I don't think I'm going to do anything fancy. So, the lowest I rolled was a 23. Okay, that hits. Yep, all, all four hit. Okay. You nail this thing. So, it's going to take 40, 10 plus 24. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. 26. Did I say plus 24? Mm-hmm. 50. 50. It's 50 uh, piercing damage. <laughs> oh, no. All right. You know what? Action surge, do it. I'm Balls. considering it. It'd be funny. And don't I have a feeling we'd short rest on the way from wherever we're going, but I don't know if I want to do it. Uh, this guy is like, uh, you poke the holes in it, and you literally poke holes in it. Like I said, it's now gushing down its little black smoke. Okay, I'm good with that. Um, you're underneath it. I am underneath it. You're underneath it. Uh, you know what? Make a make a con save, both of you. <laughs> he says while shrugging. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Why not? Okay, that's not good. What'd you roll? Uh, fourteen total. Oh no. I rolled a twenty-one total. You're good. I'm not good. You're poisoned. Yes, I am. Oh, I have advantage on getting poisoned. Well. Marco Hare anyway. <laughs> is going to look over. You can't over. Like crit on a saving throw. Marco Hare is going to use a reaction. 
and look over and see that his teammate Hologram is getting showered in poison and he's gonna shake his head really hard and then time is gonna go back just barely and you remember yeah. getting showered well, he's in gonna, poison. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. Flynn is gonna unpoke and then repoke <laughs> and then the smoke happens again. <laughs> and you get to roll again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a two. So now, and under Mark's breath, he's gonna go. God damn it! You had a second time to try to do something different. If only it was a one, he would have had a third try. <laughs> I could have given him. Uh. So you're gonna go ahead and take uh, 24 necrotic damage, and you're poisoned. You're gonna take half that. It's necrotic, not poison damage. Uh. It's necrotic smoke that poisons. Okay. I have resistance to poison damage. That's all I was... Why I okay. Was so, it is necrotic damage. So I take 12 then? 12, yes. Dope. Uh, Dope. This guy is... Uh, I mean, yeah, he's oozing. Um, just star stuff. But uh, he's still hanging out. Um, just lofting in the air. Next up is Beh. I'm trying to look. Do I have any sort of like extra bonus to jumping since I'm like a frogman? I don't think so. Weird. This guy does. Uh, Mark really does. High. Cool. Well, um, how far is this one away from me? Because I have only have a movement of 25 feet. Uh, I. Th well, were you at the bar or were you closer to the table where uh, Aster was? I was with Glorin and the others. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he's... he's. Oh, wait. No, because, yeah, remember, he moved. So he's 25 feet away from you as well. He moved back in the hall. So cool. he's kind of now at a... I'm gonna, with you. I'm gonna move up. I'm gonna jump up to him because he's still floating. Yep. I'm gonna jump up to him and I'm going to use a cantrip. I'm going to use Primal Savagery. Um, What's so this, the cantrip do? This is just a... You channel primal magic to cause your teeth or fingernails to sharpen, ready to deliver a corrosive attack. Make a melee spell attack against one creature. On a hit, the target takes 4d10 acid damage. Okay. Um, roll a... Actually... What's your strength mod? Plus one. Okay, so you can only jump four feet in the air. Well, I mean, you can only, <laughs> sorry, you only like, can be like, you can only can reach up to now seven feet. No, sorry, four feet, sorry. Bummer. <laughs> Poor guy. Jump on my head. You guys are so Can small. I jump on his head? You can jump on his head. I, I would, I would say, usually? okay, actually, I would say you could climb on somebody's head. You could um, climb on steel. You could cl actually climb on, yeah, you could climb on steel or Aster's head, and then you would, would probably be able to reach. Cool. I'm going to just use, I guess, I'm going to kind of clamber up on steel and go, sorry, excuse me, sorry. Just, is steel consenting? Yeah, he just, <laughs> steel is like just very if he's, if he's if, if he's using a reaction to help you up, I'll let it, I'll let it happen. Yeah, he's steel is very just nonchalant, like, <laughs> whatever. Cool. <laughs> okay, and I'll do the attack then. Go ahead. Cool. Uh, 18 oh, still plus... Still should have made the save, too. Sorry. 11. 29. Oh, I can do that real quick. 29 to hit? Go ahead. That's a, that's totally a hit. Yeah. Sorry, that won't hit, actually. Um, <laughs> I changed his AC just to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> now that he's hurt, he has a second form. Huh? This is Dark Souls. What was the damage that he took? 24? 24. Uh, 25. 25. Acid damage. 25 acid damage? Yes. And actually, I'm going to use my bonus action to apply poison to my fingernails. So he needs to make a constitution save. Does he know? 
I would prefer if he did. And this is to see if he gets poisoned? Yes. Well, or um, The DC is only 12, but if he fails, he takes 2d4 poison damage. Oh, okay. Yeah, he... Yeah, okay, he failed, but he's not poisoned. Yeah, he so just he takes, takes damage. So, sorry, I took 25 plus 2d4? So, that's... Uh, so, 30 damage. Um, sorry, what did you roll on the 2d4s? The, it was 5. Okay. Okay, Sheesh. this guy is <laughs> not very happy, and it is... Oh, no, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> the finisher. <laughs> All right. He did literally, yeah, freaking two-thirds of the other dragon's health last time. All right, so after um, seeing the other dragon go down, he's going to fix his sights on the flying dragon. <sighs> um, about how far away is he? Um... From you, he would be a full, like, 40 feet. Okay, so I'm going to use my walking speed, which is 35 feet, to get within five feet of him. Um, and I am going to throw my hammer at him. And, and I am still first, raging. And it's the first attack of your turn, so you still use Define Fury, right? Yep. Um, so I'm going to roll for that. Whew. So that's a dirty 20. Okay, dirty 20 hits. So you roll the two? Yeah. <laughs> and that's another two, so a dirty 20 again. So <laughs> it says here when you throw it, I get an extra 1d8, and it's not giant. It's not a giant. It's not right? a giant, no. So you'll get, yeah, you'll get an extra 2d8 damage. So you're going to do... 48 plus whatever. Um, did you throw it twice? I threw it, hit it, came back to my hand, I threw it again, Right, because you're using your Dwarven yeah, Thrower, so which... will be 48 damage. Yep, so you use his Dwarven Thrower, which uh, is basically like Mjolnir. It, like, throws yeah. and then comes back. And It'll be 48 plus 24. And he ignores resistance, too. Goodness. Uh, use this red one use right here. Who? Garth. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing dice everywhere. I'm trying to throw my pink at him. All right. He rolled high. He rolled very high. 29. Okay. 29 plus what? 24. 29 plus 24. How do you want to kill this thing, friend? <laughs> so, you're using your Dwarven Thrower twice. The, the, I'd say the second one is the one that, the finishing blow. So, I threw it once, and I hit it right in its rib cage. Yeah, it and it and it just kind of crack. It cracks, shatters. It's like busting through some star stuff out it its side. Back. It's starting to sink a little bit. And I throw one more right through its neck. And it just goes straight through his neck. Sure does. Into yeah. the wall. And it just comes back. And as it comes back, it goes back through his neck. <laughs> and his head falls off. Yes! So, yeah, there's uh, two piles of this dragon. Uh, are you guys underneath it? Yeah. Make yeah, a dex save. Make, make a dex save really quick. It's falling on you. Oh, oh, baby. Is it like glass? Oh, yeah. Natural 20 plus 11. Oh, wow. <laughs> 20. 20? 14. 14. Uh, roll for steel? 12. Okay. Uh, you are able to, like, just easily, like, tuck and roll out of the way. Just get out of, get out of that thing. Uh, you are gonna be stuck a little bit. 
Um, so yeah, this thing falls and you are almost out, but uh, you get like stuck below the knees. Uh, steel is waist down under this thing. Okay. Um, it is still kind of like oozing, but you notice in like, like deflating kind of. Uh, but you notice as it's deflating, it's starting to kind of like grip you. Oh. It's like molding its form to your legs. Hey, uh, one of you uh, guys want to uh, get this thing off of us? Uh, can I just run up and pull him out? I'd say we're out of initiative, so uh, yeah, whoever can run up and do it, but it's going to have to happen quick. <laughs> quick what? <laughs> uh, as soon as I hear, can anybody? <laughs> How can I help you? My name is, oh, it's you. Hi, yeah. And I grab him, and I'm going <laughs> to and like squeal tire okay. run back. Okay, <laughs> so you, you grab Flynn. <laughs> and who's grabbing steel? I'll grab steel. Okay. And you are able to just yoink steel out. Um, you kind of like feel resistance, uh, but I'll say that you guys are able to, without much issue, just kind of pull these guys out from under it. And Man, I lost my favorite, one of my favorite penny loafers. You're, yeah. Ah, the best we Your, your calves <laughs> still, still feel a little pinched, but uh, you're fine. <laughs> uh, and this thing kind of, uh, it's smoke just kind of floats into the into the mist and it kind of deflates and the cleric approaches you and says uh with his katana just kind of like on his shoulder now like yes dat ting there is bigger one <laughs>